Hello, awesome people. Welcome to Embrace the Pivot. I'm Dr. C. Robinson, your host for the show. Join me as we discover what pivoting actually means and how you can embrace your pivot during life's transition. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I hope you're doing amazing. There's a phrase I want to talk about. I was watching the Wu-Tang Clan scripted documentary on Hulu and RZA, the main guy, he kept saying, we got to keep moving forward. We got to keep moving forward. And then at the end, when they had this really big deal and everything was going right and everyone's like yeah we got to keep moving forward he goes nah we gotta move up and that was so powerful because as we pivot especially the unexpected pivots in our careers or personal lives we think we have to keep moving forward and that's true However, there comes a point when you have to start moving up. And that means you have to disrupt your mindset, disrupt those habits, create new ones that are going to level you up. Because your entire life, you're basically moving forward. But in order to get to where you want to go, you have to do something that you're not already doing and that is going to take you to the next level. So I've really been thinking about that phrase. It's not about moving forward. It's about moving up. And I hope for all of you, you can figure that part out for yourself because it's all subjective. I hate that saying, but it really is. It's all subjective based on your situation and what you're going through and what you're willing to do to get what you want. So maybe for some of you, leveling up means you're going to be making phone calls to people, asking them, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Are you going to be able to help me? Or for some of you, it's sending out proposals or taking classes in a different topic. Maybe you want to get into cybersecurity. Maybe you want to become a digital investigator, whatever that is, you have to figure that out for yourself so you can move up. So keep that in mind as you're pivoting. In life, we all move forward. Day after day, we move forward towards getting older. We move forward towards our kids getting older, whatever that may be. You're constantly moving forward. But are you moving up? And the moving up is the process, is the strategy, is the mindset that is going to take you to the next level and beyond. So keep that in mind as you pivot. Today's guest, Tara G. McDonald, is a publisher of Dining Out Jersey Shore magazine. What I love so much about her story is... She was in the phase of moving forward, moving forward, but then life happened. She got a divorce 
and she knew she had to move up. She had to do something to take the reins of life and instead of it directing her, she had to direct it. And she is a prime example of what it means to move up. A little bit more before I introduce Tara Jean. She is a versatile journalist who has researched, interviewed, and produced for content in publications such as Dining Out Jersey Magazine, Fashion Haunts Magazine, Our Town News Publication, and New Jersey Discover. She has 15 years of experience in production and post-production of TV commercials, live news coverage, TV entertainment segments, and live theatrical events. She has co-hosted a live talk show for radio and TV with New Jersey Discover TV, and she is currently helping to create Dining Out Jersey's YouTube channel. She consistently brings a special warmth, caring, insight, and humanity to her stories and her reputation. So, everyone... I am so excited for you to hear Tara Jean's story and how she was able to stop moving forward, but rather move up. Everyone, please welcome Tara Jean. Thank you so much for inviting me, Cheryl. This is just a great opportunity to um, just talk about things and get it out there. What I do, because I know a lot of people um, have a lot of pivots in their life. So just the fact that that I can share mine. I'm excited for that. Yeah, thank you. All right. So you have an interesting story about getting into media, and now you have your own magazine called Dining Out the Jersey Shore. So why don't you share what your biggest pivot was that got you to where you are today? Well, I would have to say um, I have two pretty major pivots in my life. Um, I did study marketing and I double majored in theater. So my goal in life was to be acting and and an actress in New York City. So I went to Fordham University. So I did actually do a lot of acting in New York and commercials. And I did off-Broadway stuff and things like that, which was wonderful. And I took that through to a point where I had my children. And at that point, I was actually confronted with the situation that I couldn't really go to New York. I had the kids around me. I could, I could not just not, not be a mom and have a career. So I had to find another career that could still bring me um, the happiness that I have working in front of people and sharing things and promoting people. So um, I got involved with um media. And one of the other reasons I did was because I felt like I was at the age where I couldn't be cast as the young um, love interest because I was older. I was like in my forties and I couldn't be the mother because I look so young. I'm very small. I'm five two. So I just look younger. So I was in this weird limbo world where I couldn't be a grandmother and I couldn't be a mother of a teenager because I didn't look it. And I didn't look like a young 20 year old anymore 30 year old that could be like you know the lead actress for you know a love story or something like that so um that's another reason why I said let me go into media because I'm comfortable speaking in front of people I love writing um so maybe I could do that so I I joined um a newspaper and started writing a column for them and then um just I did that all 
on the side. And that was great. It wasn't paying really well, but it was something that was making me happy. Um, in my mid late forties, 46, I got divorced and I faced the challenge of having to actually get a job that was completely, you know, going to keep me surviving. You know, I needed to have a good job. So I, my girlfriend asked me to go work at a Medi spa in, um, in Middletown. So this was like huge change in my life in 46. And I was like, what am I? Okay. I can do this, but I still like to do, you know, maybe I could do their marketing. So I went in at the front desk. I, within three or four months, I was promoted to manager and do their marketing. I stayed with them for two years, went to another um, Medispa did their promotions and marketing, did that for two or three years, then did another one for another two years. And I kept rolling, but every day I would say, this is not what I want to do. Mm. I'm not happy. I just, it was just really, um, struggling, but I, you know, kids are important and I had to wait for my third one to get to the point where I could just kind of let her go. So as soon as she started college, um, I, came up to another decision in my life. Do I want to continue with the Medispa world or back to media? So I, so strangely out of the blue, a friend from Fordham said, I have this magazine and um, I just handed it off to a friend. He's the publisher. Would you like to be, maybe work with him, maybe be the editor? And I was like, yeah, this is freaking great. So I did that on the side for a year. And then they asked me to publish my own, like taking the extension, it was a dining out Jersey, it's all North Jersey magazines. And they asked me to take the Jersey shore and start a whole new magazine down there. I can be the publisher and just run with it. That's how much faith they had in me. And I got that offer in January of this year. By April, I was running with it. And um, as of June 30th, it is published and out there in the world for everybody to see <laughs> and <Yay>. online. <laughs> Yeah, so, a happy dance. Yeah, happy, happy dance. And, <laughs> and as you can see, my life did really do a couple of flip-flops here and there. And I had to figure out what I was going to do. But I, I knew I had I had to be happy. I could have stayed in mini spa, mm -hmm. but I, it wasn't making me happy at all. It was just, you know, keeping me going. But everything that I trained for my whole life, everything that I believed for my whole life was in journalism and media and promoting people and helping people and you know, getting people spotlighted and showcasing. That's all what I do. So this is the perfect outlet for me. Yeah. Congratulations. So before, so before we get into dining out and the Jersey shore, what I would like to know is, did you experience any identity loss as you were going through all of those pivots? And especially if you can share through your divorce. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Through the divorce, uh, identity loss comes, I think, so much of people who just give up a lot to raise their kids. Mm -hmm. um, so there were there were times when I would I would step in and do like a community theater. Or I would help out at the school and help with their their theater showcase. So, so I was always kind of in there, but I was never, ever feeling like I was doing what I was supposed to do. But obviously I was dedicated to my three daughters. Um, so I did lose it at that point. And with um, with the divorce, actually, I think that me struggling to come out of this loss of identity and starting to reach out and do things, you know, through the newspaper and things like that, like the, the local community newspaper. And the, I wasn't supported at home by that 
by my my ex-husband, he was like, what's going on? Where's the dinner? How come things aren't dusted? How come, you know, and he wanted me, he really wanted a wife that was home taking care of the house. That's what he wanted. And I could not be that person. Mm. I could do it with the kids, but when the kids were gone and they're in school, I was out of my mind having to do stuff. So that's where I tried to find myself again. And I did do a lot of really, a lot of soul searching, um, a lot of like reading. I have to give a lot of credit to um, Joel Olstein and like going to like spiritual readers, listening to people like that on, on other podcasts and a lot of um, people who believe that God gives you a, a a path and a journey and you're there for something and you know it inside and you have to follow it. So I just kept doing that. I kept like reading about, yes, I know what it is. I know it's inside me. I know I have to go this direction. I kept going. But then again, I hit that wall at divorce and media career is very, very difficult financially to find um, a good spot. You know, you can do tons of stuff and not get paid that well, but Mm -hmm. you know, you can also get really lucky and get a great spot and get paid tons, but there's this huge space in between. So when I was offered the mini spa, I did that. And I did that for over five years, six years. And did I not lose who I was? I can't even tell you. Mm -hmm. It was terrible. I was very, very sad and I felt lost. I didn't understand what it was. It took me a while to come out of it. I did get a career coach the year when I finally made that decision. I I did get a career coach who helped me learn how to like write things down and get a vision board and remember who you are, like go over all the things you did, write them down. Remember what you did in the past, like all that stuff helped me to get out of that lost place that I was actually in, which was very sad. Thank you for sharing and being vulnerable with that, because I feel, especially as women, you want to come across as everything's okay. Don't worry about me. (laughs) And it's important to acknowledge it just for your own self. So you can see what's going on and where you actually want to be. So thank you for sharing. So As you worked with a career coach and got a new position at the magazine, what did you start to notice about yourself in terms of how did you evolve from the person that you were before you stayed home with your kids and really focused on them to now? How how did you evolve as you know within your career? I would have to say one of the biggest statements that pops out of my head and what I feed off of constantly and which I learned from my coaches, what's the most important thing and, and how do you, how do you want, how can you say it? And it was, I will not fail. I will not fail. I refuse to be someone that, um, that has not tried every possible thing to do what I need to do to get there. So it, there's, there's no, there it's impossible to fail. I won't do it. I cannot allow it. So no matter how many obstacles come up and they do come up nonstop, I, after I deal with the obstacle and I'm at that point, like, Oh my God, how am I going to do this? I say, I look out the window. Cause I always like get a lot of peace from nature. And I look at the window and say, I'm not here to fail. I'm not here to fail. And I know what my goal is because I wrote it down and I have it in my head and I have it on my vision board. My goal was at that point, the magazine, I was going to do this and there was no stopping me. And, and, and there's 70 pages here of, of stuff, half of the articles I wrote myself. 
you know, all of the sales I did myself. And every day, believe me, I had to get up, get dressed and stand at that window and say, I'm not going to fail. And I would go out and even going into some of the restaurants and going to the meetings, I would get nervous and be like, what the hell am I doing? And then I would say, no, you're not going to fail. You're going to do this. You're going to go in there and you're going to, and you know, what's the worst thing if they say no? What's the worst thing if this doesn't go right? You just start again tomorrow. And that's what I did. That, mm-hmm. That's that's how I got through that for sure. And how has that shaped you now as a leader and a publisher of your own magazine? Honestly, I'm still reeling in the fact that I did it because when you're doing something, you're working so hard and you're so focused on not the outcome as much as what you have to do every day on this journey, every single day. And when it went out and then I got out, and for the first time I went to this foodie expo on Monday and people were coming up to me and hugging me and, and shaking my hand. I'm like, what? And they're like, you did it. How did you do this? Most people can't do that in like the amount of months that you did it. And I was like, I don't know how I did it. I just, every day, <laughs> I just said, I wrote a list of what I had to do the night before. And the next day I got up, I read the list and I said, okay, I'm doing it. And I didn't look up. I didn't, you know, I didn't a lot of things. Believe me, I have three kids and I had to learn boundaries. That was huge because I never knew boundaries. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. You need that. You're hungry. I'll drive you. Can I pick you up? You need money? You know, anything. I was like, mom, mom, mom. And now I was like, you guys, I've got to do this. And they respected it and they respect me and they even they wrote things to me and said, you, you've really like put, you know, created such a, um, an image for us that we respect so much that they look up, you know, they look up to me, they're saying all this. So the feedback I'm getting from people is amazing. So do I feel like that, like any different that I did it? I don't. And mainly because I have to do it again for fall. (laughs) (laughs) So I just came from like three meetings. Um, I have to do, I just have to keep doing it. And, um, mm-hmm. I don't know when I'll ever stop, but you know, maybe then I'll look back and say, wow, look at me, but no, I'm, I'm still in it. So I'm not even aware of, of where I'm at yet. I don't even think I'm at my full goal. My full goal isn't probably going to hit me for at least a year of mm-hmm. actual goals that I have for myself. So now with dining out, why don't you share a little bit about what the magazine is and the focus and your vision and everything that entails it? <laughs> Okay. So Dining Out Jersey is a magazine. It's also online at diningoutjersey.com. And there is Instagram and um, Facebook. But the whole idea of the magazine, it spotlights um, the people in the industry and the restaurants themselves. So it's really focused on um, mainly restaurants. We do have a couple of entertainment in their theaters. But to me, and this is because I came from TV, I see this as my little reality show magazine. So it's all real. And there's nothing fake in here. There's all interviews with real people that talk about real things. We spotlight mixologists and how they got to where they are, why they love being a mixologist. Um, What's the worst um, kind of client you could have? What's the best? What's your favorite (laughs) drink? You know, like everything. It's all just normal, real people and their stories. And like the cover, we have um, Dining at Jersey Sales down the shore with Chef David Burke. And he's a celebrity celebrity chef. And I followed him. It's a day in the life of Chef Burke. And I went to his house in the morning and I followed him everywhere. I went to, to lunch, to his meetings. And um, and it's just all real. It's real down earth people. There's nothing, you know, crazy about it. And then 
we spotlight really fun places to go, really yummy places to, to go to eat different things. And then I have a charity section where this time we spotlighted John Bon Jovi's Soul Kitchen. I interviewed Dorothea um, Bon Jovi and she was amazing. How how did you come up with the idea? I'm like, what was your goals? And it's just about her talking. It's, you know, so you understand the concept of what she did to create that restaurant. Um, and then in the back portion, we have menus and, you know, websites and QR codes so people can find restaurants that have ah, really fun things yeah. going on. So it's, it's a great, I mean, people are picking up like crazy and they keep calling me and saying, bring more over, bring more over. So <laughs> we're doing well. Yeah. And what I like about that is people who are local, who are making such an impact in their community, they're able to be highlighted and cheered for and all of that, which they 100% deserve that maybe top tier media won't pick up their story. They have this outlet to share what they're doing. And that's amazing. Exactly. And it's weird how I was in the medical world with the medical spas. And then I was in the restaurant world and the medical spa people are different because they've been trained. They've been educated, spent tons of money on their education, stuff like that. Restaurant people, it's all about passion. Everything's Mm -hmm. about passion and they're fun people. They're exciting people. They're down to earth people. Sometimes they're crazy people, but what a difference in these people. And to go to, they are so appreciative of being spotlighted and being showcased So it just makes me feel good too, because that's what I love to do. If someone came to you stating that they were in a career pivot or thinking of pivoting, what would be your biggest piece of advice for them to help them along that journey? I think the biggest thing that absolutely gave me my strength was writing down every single thing that I've ever done in my life that was good everything. I mean, you start off and you write like 10 things, but you you have to go back and add to it. And by the time you're done, you have, you're going to have a hundred things down there. Even if it's just that I help my girlfriend get through a breakup or Mm -hmm. um, how about even just, I learned how to drive on the highway. And that was like the worst thing for me. I was so scared. I learned how to throw Thanksgiving and have my whole family over. Like these are accomplishments that all these little things put together, make us this amazing person. And sometimes when you're in this world, you forget how freaking amazing you are. And I always say to my kids, I say, you know, the world out there can bring you down. So when you're in this house with me and we're all together, we are not putting anybody down and you have to do that for yourself too. Do not put yourself down because there's enough people out there that are going to make you feel bad. And there's always going to be somebody better. There's always going to be somebody prettier. There's always going to be somebody richer, skinnier, smarter, always. So you don't, you can't compare. You Mm -hmm. just go back to you and get that list out. And when you get depressed, sit on a chair, make yourself a cup of tea and read your list. That's what I do. I love that. (laughs) I love that. Thank you for sharing. And that's something so actionable that people can do right now. So thank you. Where can my listeners find you on social media? So um, I have actually a um, blog. It's called um, yourstrulytj.com. And then I am also on Facebook and Instagram and it's Tara Jean. And I usually go by um, McDonald. I have my, my uh, Vitaly name is still in there from my previous marriage. And I'm actually getting married again in August. And that's going to be a banana. But I don't think I'm going to add that to my social media and stuff. I'm going to just stick with Tara Jean McDonald. So you can find me on Instagram and Facebook for that. 
Ah, <laughs> congratulations. <Thank> you. <laughs> and it, does dining out have any social media handles? Yeah. So the dining out one that I'm with is dining out Jersey shore. Then there's um, the one that has been going for over 10 years, which is dining out NJ. So that's the other one. If you want to see what they're doing, they're way more aggressive than I am because I'm just a startup. Yep. Um, but you can see like the posts are great. I mean, if you like to like watch food and see rest- and every, a lot of videos and stuff, it's really a, a cool, cool place to go. But the website is really good. It has all the articles on it. So and you can flip through the magazine on the flip book. So it's kind of cool, too. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Cheryl. Thanks so much for inviting me. You can follow me, Dr. C, on Instagram at Embrace the Pivot. I hope all of you embrace your pivot.